Greetings and happy Wednesday. This is the Desiree Show on Dash Radio. First downs and flip tricks. It is the 22nd day of January. Uh, and I, I'm going to tease you here for a moment. I'm super excited to welcome a phenomenal athlete in studio today. She's the first of many, one of very few to ever do the loop. She's the only one that's gone from uh, 9 to 12 o'clock. Or, I might have said that backwards, um, but uh, knee slide. But no, she's got a, a list of firsts, uh, and I'm super excited to welcome Lizzie Armana, and she's going to be joining us in just a moment. Um, now, the stage is set for Super Bowl 53, as you all know, and I'm happy to tell you, or I'm excited to tell you, that I will be going out there uh, next Monday through Thursday. Um, compliments of Wave Soda. I'm super thankful to Wave Soda for making that happen for me. And you guys stay tuned. I'll be hopping on, hopefully, uh, Dash and ATL uh, in Atlanta as well as I'll hop on uh, on air with Q. Stay tuned for the iTunes as well and the Desiree Show on Wednesdays as well. So you, we do know the Super Bowl is set, uh, New England Patriots and the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so uh, now the flashback to this, the last time these two met up in Super Bowl 36 is 2001 when the Rams were in St. Louis. Tom Brady led them down the field with 90 seconds left and Adam Vinatieri made the last second field goal to win 2017. And that was Tom Brady's first Super Bowl ring. Uh, so anyways, uh, with that note, uh, again, I uh, just want to give a big shout-out to uh, Wave Soda. It's actually this pretty rad drink. It's 85% uh, sparkling water, 15% juice, and they have like a dash of caffeine in there. There's no artificial anything, no added sugar. It's pretty sick, um, and I just a uh, huge thanks to them. Also, if you miss the ITL, I was at the Chargers. Um, obviously, I've been at the Chargers all season uh, in the locker room. I was there for the cleaning of the lockers uh, last Monday. If you guys missed it, it was on Dash last week. It's also on the iTunes as well. And a just big shout-out to all the Charger players and the Charger organization uh, for making that happen for me to be able to share that with you guys. Uh, so make sure you don't miss it. And you definitely want to follow me on Instagram, uh, especially this week with Super Bowl coming up. Now, without further ado, uh, today on the show... In studio, I'm super hyped to welcome the phenomenal athlete, a first of many and one of the hardest working pros out there, the third worm, third woman on the cover of Trans, of Thrasher magazine, the first to grace the cover of Trans World Skate, uh, full parts in Thrasher's Fire and Birdhouse, Saturday's video. She's the first female to do the loop. Actually, she's one of the first few, period, who have ever successfully done the loop. And she's the first one to go from 12 to 9 o'clock, as I just said, uh, and she's got a list of accolades, uh, but without further ado, I want to welcome Lizzie Armana. Thank you, Desiree. I'm stoked to make it out here today. We've yeah. talked about it. I know we've talked about it for a couple of years, so I'm really, I'm really thankful. I know you are so flipping busy, and uh, I know you're always communicating to make sure, you know, not to overextend yourself. Um, well, you, I'm sure you are very overextended always, but uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I'm still like working on my time management skills as always. Are you? Okay, well, first, before let me start, though, is I talked to Anthony Acosta, and he said you are the most professional skateboarder he knows, uh, and you're probably one of the busiest, and you always are, you're just on it. And, uh, I mean, he just commended you on this phenomenal work ethic you have. Where, I mean, I mean, and Tony obviously has been a, a big mentor to you, but I have a feeling there's more things that come into play for this. How, how does that happen for you, or how did it happen for you to be this such a great worker? I mean, I really like what I do, so it's I'm motivated just because it's like it's fun. 
and I get to work with a bunch of awesome people. And like I'm saying work, but I mean like, hey, I'm going skating today. Like who wants to come? And I think I take it seriously to a certain degree. Like we have fun, but then I also like I'm serious about what I do. Like I want to like push myself and like surround myself with like-minded people. And I've been so fortunate to like have the opportunities like come up and like things work out how they do because there's a lot of people that are talented, but sometimes they don't make it to the spots where they can like flourish or like push themselves to be better. Yeah, no, and but but you have this other this other ingredient in you. I mean, and I think all of us that have watched you skate um, can see it. There is um, just uh, I don't know this fearlessness, and, and not in a, um, a reckless manner, but a fearlessness into just go for it. Like you just charge. Like you don't have limits. Um, I mean, the loop, for example. I mean, you know, I mean, amongst a lot of other things. Where does that sort of come from, or has that always been a part of your uh, DNA? I mean, the loop is, is like, so, like, individual. It's hard to compare that to a lot of things. But even for that, it's, it's making, like, an amazing thing, like, breaking it down and making it, like, mon- not mundane, but, like, not, um, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm, I'm struggling to find the words, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, as a whole, it's overwhelming, but when you break it down and you like start to understand each piece, you get it, and then you just put it together and it works. But you also have to allow yourself to like go there. And some of it's like, like you have to know your limits, but then there's like a certain point where, like, you just have to want it enough, and like the season, like everything has to be like right in in your mind to just put yourself in the place to like do it now do you visualize it mm. I mean I always think of Brian Anderson always used to say he would visualize stuff you know before he did these tricks and uh, you know this is way back you know but I mean and I know a lot of athletes visualize what they're gonna do there is there any any vision that you see it or I mean you try to visualize but with the loop I I didn't because there's nothing like it. Like, I've done cradles, but cradles don't feel like the loop. And, like, I, th- I think when I learn other tricks, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of get that. And I can, like, imagine the parts, like, and the pieces of, like, oh, yeah, this is kind of like this, and this this is kind of like this. So it must be, like, an in-between. But I think with the loop, it was so overwhelming, like, the idea of it, that I just, like... I packed it in the back of my mind, and I was like, when the opportunity comes and when I'm in the place, like, I'll decide. I was very, I was not going to make a decision before I saw it. And even Tony was like, everyone that does the loop is either, like, they, like, are obsessed with it or they just, like, they know they, like, they have to do this thing. And I didn't feel that because I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Like, there's a lot of people that have tried that are, amazing skateboarders that can't do that, that haven't done it mm-hmm. and I don't know I, I just when the day came I was like okay like I'm gonna try it but then if I don't figure out the technique I'm not gonna like go for it but then when you t- figure out the technique you're like oh, okay like I have the ingredients you just have to like make it happen mm-hmm. no and then the process of 
obviously just dropping in with the pads alone is isn't is like a gnarly commitment but then making that decision to do it without the pads yeah i mean people were getting smoked just skating with the pads Mm -hmm. and going into the pads like you know it's softer than concrete but it's still like every time you're like you have all that momentum from the rolling and then you like go through you try to like whip yourself through the loop and just go like into the pad and sometimes like your boards like in front of you or behind you ready to impale you so there's a lot going on and then there's a bunch of people around you who are also trying it and they're going through the motions of trying to just like do this thing and some people are freaking out and it's so it's hard to keep your composure when the person next to you can't and so you have to like really like have a good mental control and just you have to be able to tune things out mm-hmm. like I don't know like I felt like I went in tunnel vision for like a lot of that day yeah well no and when I saw you and I was so bummed because I wanted to stay and and my ride was leaving and I'm like shoot and you're like I'm gonna keep trying it and I was like oh man I want to stay and then within the hour I, I find out that you did it I was like <laughs> did you know you know, did you know that you were, did you know that was going to happen? Did you think you were actually going to do it that day? Or did you just think, kept it kind of open, like you're saying, and just that you were going to keep trying? Prior to that day, like, even before I, like, ever saw it, I was like, I think I can do it. Like, it's not, it's really simple. Like, you just have to let yourself do it. But, like, everything you've ever learned in skateboarding says, like, this is not like don't like everything against any turbo natural uh, instinct will tell you it doesn't work <laughs> yeah and then like just seeing it and like like when you see things you judge them and so it's it was really hard to not let myself judge this before I tried it and can you bring up the question again I'm starting to get yeah. oh no it's okay I've just like, sort of that that day like after you know after the practices and after everybody's the tv show was done you made a decision you were going to stay and continue. Um, I was just wondering if there was sort of at that point, did you re- you realize obviously that that this was actually attainable? At that not? point, I didn't. You didn't. Okay. I, I just there was the show and everything, and it was really chaotic and busy, mm-hmm. and it just like I wasn't going to rush it, and I said that I was going to try it. And, like, I wanted to give it, like, a real try and not just, like, touch it and then say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I tried it. I wanted to, like, do it until I couldn't, not, yeah, not couldn't do it, but do it until the point where I was, like, okay, like, time to call it. And when I figured out the technique, that was the point where I was, like, this is scary. I have to, like, decide right now if I'm going to do it or take take a slam. And I knew that. If I would have slammed, I don't know if I would be able to get back up and try it again just because of, like, the risk factor is so high. Well, and then I'm going to, for people that didn't get to see this is, I mean, Riley Hawk took a gnarly slam uh, an hour before this or less, right? I mean, so we've, I mean, we've, you know, we saw, like you were saying, people even with the pads, you you could impale yourself, you know? Yeah, so with the pads, like like cab looped out and then um there's another person who like looped out and then hit the back of his head 
on the entrance of the roll-in and or of the entrance of the loop and and then even the first person jeremy Mm -hmm. that like he was the first person that day to do it he smacked his face and like cracked a couple teeth yeah and he did it no so like i don't know i had to like not think about that like in my head i was i would only watch the people that kind of had the technique down and that were looking really solid and then like try to only imagine like there's only one way to do it and that's doing it not imagining like oh i could slam like you can slam like this or like that you could shoot out the side yeah you can't you can't let your your mind go there because then it's possible like then if you're thinking so much about falling or like looping out or going every any any which way you're gonna you open up the possibility more so No, totally. If you're just tuning in, I'm joined by Lizzie Armano. You can follow her on Instagram or on Twitter or on Facebook as well. Um, now, you, uh, I, this loop stuff is just fascinating, but I don't want to make the show all about the loop and Lizzie, Lizzie <laughs> okay. and the loop. No, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier for your intro, it's like the first trans world cover of a female, um, third person, third female, I should say, on Thrasher, a board on Birdhouse, uh, you know, your signature board, you have color waves on vans you have a signature line coming out on vans of clothing and apparel right now as well um what i mean there obviously and then gold medals and silver medals and and winning events what are the things that sort of like the brightest shining stars for you are like oh my god you know like wow i can't believe i can't believe this happened it's hard to pick and choose like yeah or, or the first I guess the first few that come to your mind I guess not to isolate any of these wonderful um accolades that you've had uh, I mean just the experiences that I first got from skating contests were so awesome like I feel like like your first couple events like you're just kind of lo- like meeting everyone that's on the scene and for me I like felt like I found my community and like it was a place where like i i was like okay like i found it this is where this is where i'm supposed to be and i i wouldn't trade that for anything like so later down the line when things start happening i think the coolest thing has been getting a thrasher cover just because like when i first saw it i was like this is photoshopped like i couldn't believe it mm-hmm. and and with the thrasher cover like Tony like also gave me my pro mm-hmm. board and my mom came and I just started crying because I was like this can't all be happening right now like <laughs> pinch me yeah no I mean it was it's it was I remember and I've shared it on the show before of like the first time I had a cover uh, a photo printed in the magazine I actually went to 7-eleven to make sure that I didn't just get the only copy you know that the ad was in you know I mean it just um, but to have a cover, I mean, to have a cover period is phenomenal, you know, and, uh, you've had two. Yeah. And then just with the Thrasher cover, it's, it's the first time since I was a baby that there was a female on the cover. Yeah. So it's like, it's been a while. No, that's cool. It was really, really cool. Now, um, I, I want to ask, you know, obviously your first board, let's, let's just talk about your first setup. Uh, my first board. So I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles board from like a toy store. So 
but I would steal my brother's board because it was better. Mine mm. was like just a plank of wood. Like there was the tail. I'm pretty sure it's just flat. <laughs> Teenage, I like that. Did you have any photos of it? Did you put any photos of? I haven't seen that on your uh, Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it might be like in the back of my parents' garage, like buried. But it may be just like gone. Now, did, when you first got on that board, on that Teenage Ninja turtle board, and then you stole your brother, not stole, you took your brother's board, did you sort of, did you think that your life would come as it has? I mean, this is, it's been really quite quick. It's been 12 years. Yeah. Um, when we got those boards, like, we just used to butt board down the hill, and it wasn't until, like, even later that we'd moved to Santa Monica and... I think there's just more of a skate culture there mm-hmm. in the open. Like, people just skate around on the street. And it was my brother who was like, I want to go to the skate park. And then my mom took us both. And, like, from there on, I was like, oh, like, this is an option of what we can do after school. Like, we don't have to stay at home or go to the library. Yeah. No, that's cool. And, um, you know, you got you mentioned you touched on um, – your board and, you know, getting your board uh, with Birdhouse Pro Model same day as you find out the Thrasher cover, you know, I mean, which is huge. What whatever, what else happened that day? Because you mentioned your mom also came. Um, I mean, what was, do you, is it a blur? Do you remember what happened the rest of that day? I mean, we all remember the photos, you know, but I don't know how you feel. That day, I, I remember it was like, we're supposed to be filming... Tony's intro to the Birdhouse Saturday's video. And so everyone is going to be at the Zoiner's house. And I used to live there. And I lived a block away at the time. And a week before that day, I'd slammed so hard, skating like a backyard pool. Mm. I, like, did an invert. And then my, like, arm got stuck in a weird way. And I just, like, shot myself to flat, upside down. Mm. And I was just, like... I was like, yeah, Tony's like, he's got, we have, he has to film his like intro. I'm just going to go late. I can't really skate or anything. And I like, I remember, I guess Axel was like so stressed because he knew. And he's, he's not one to like hold a secret very well. Mm-hmm. He's like, like, I'm basically just taking my time. And he's like, like, people are texting him like, get over here. Where's Lizzie? And then he's trying to, like, be casual and say, like, oh, when are we going to go to the ramp? Or, like, like he doesn't, like, that's not his thing. Uh-huh. Like, he, he will skate a ramp, but he's not, like, like saying, let's go to the ramp right now. Yeah. Especially because it's, like, it's Tony's thing. And so there's a bunch of people there. There's no reason why he'd be, like, amped to go skate uh-huh. in that situation. And so I was taking my time, and eventually we make it over. And then everyone's just saying hi to me. And I'm like, hey, everybody. And I don't know. This, that's kind of normal. But now that I think back on it, it was like too many people. Uh-huh. And and then there, there was a boba truck in front, and I didn't even see it somehow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I, there was Jerome that he w- used to be the Birdhouse team manager. He was in front, and basically like he was like supposed to like lead me in. So I like didn't look at the stuff that was in the front yard. And it was a Wednesday, so it wasn't like a bunch of people could come. It was only like people that were able to make it. Mm-hmm. And I tried to skate, and I, I took three runs, and I think I just, like two of them I just slammed. 
Like I fully hung up on a backside air. Like it was, it was bad. On top of like already being kind of slammed or the day before you were saying right a week before a week before okay and so I was just like already kind of broken and I just like slammed some more and I was like okay I need to get ice I'm I'm stopping skating right now and so I guess everyone else was like trying to figure out a way to like just keep me in like one place because I'm just I'm skating and that that was fine but then when I was like I'm done skating they're like oh no like don't have her go in the house like her parents are in there and I don't know it was Eventually, I got ice, and I just, like, Kathy and, like, Tony's wife ended up talking to me, and I was icing my elbow, just, like, trying to pretend like I was not not doing anything. And and then I got – Rosso pretended to fall, or he did fall, and he, he <laughs> had just come off, like, a surgery, like, a year before. So he was getting back into skating still. So he was kind of, like – he fell, and then he was, like, oh, like – not not looking good and then tony like goes over and is like are you okay or someone says like are you okay and i was like oh my god they shouldn't shouldn't be talking to him like if if he did slam he's like he's like not ready for like people to to check in on him like usually like like, you slam and then usually like you take a minute Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh god and then he like came over and like slowly got over to the other side of the ramp and then Pulled out the, the Thrasher cover and I was like, again, is that photoshopped? <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, this thing's crazy. And then everyone's like, oh my God, oh my God, like looking at what's going on. And then, like, a couple seconds later, like, Tony comes with the board and then my mom comes out and it's just, I don't know, beers are being popped and like it's like fireworks, kind of. I don't know, it was crazy. That's rad. It sounds so special. Um, you know, and you you brought up Jeff, and I know that uh, Jeff has been, is very dear to your heart, you know, has been a mentor to you in a lot of ways. Um, and so I reached out to Jeff, and I got a few words from Jeff, and he's Lizzie Armana, highly intelligent, deeply complex, beautiful woman, and she's a dynamic, fantastic skateboarder to boot. Ha, she is really just a wonderful young lady, a tremendous friend, and I love her dearly. Oh, that's so sweet. So, and uh, he's awesome. He's like, if I ever have any anything I'm like struggling to articulate or like trying to understand a situation better, he's always like a good person to go to. Yeah, no, Jeff's good people. I've known him, I think, 30 years, maybe longer. I don't, yeah, about 30 years almost 30 years um you know and I I reached out to Sal Barbier as well on just a few words I don't know you know he's just like nothing screams equal right like a woman doing a loop she inspires us all oh that's that's also it's crazy like hearing these people like or the people that I look up to like in skateboarding and that also have like their own accolades like just that they know me I'm like whoa (laughs) Well, what's so bitchin' is that you, like, you are a phenomenal skateboarder. It's not like you are a really good girl skater. You are better than most of the guys. You're in the mix, period. You're one of the top skaters, you know, and that's what's so cool, I think, you know. Um, And I think you're, I mean, nothing against gender or anything like that, but I think that it's, it's really cool as an athlete or in any profession to be recognized 
not just for your sex, but for your ability as the athlete. And that's what I hear about you all the time, and that's what I see. Absolutely. I think that I like more like different athletic stuff should be the same. Or like there should be that type of unity. Yeah. No, but I mean, but I think that's a test also to you. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, again, I don't see the barriers. You, um, you have this, you have this respect and integrity that you bring with you when you're on your board and when you're w- without your board, um, as just a wonderful human. And then what you do on your board lets it speak for itself. Um, you don't have gimmicks. You're just this, you know, you're just Lizzie, and that's what's so rad. Thank you. I, I really feel like ability should speak on its own and it's so cool and like when I do meet people and like and there is an amazing person behind it like it makes me so much more hyped on everything that they do like finding out the backstory mm-hmm. no. and because those are the people that I look up to that I try to kind of emulate the same and like do what I think is cool like they're doing that that's cool like I want to be like that yeah, no, and, and a lot of deserving and warranting um, appreciation for all that you've done. You know, uh, again, Anthony Costa was just like, he just kept talking about how he's so hyped, you know, just the gnarliest work ethic ever, and just so hyped that you're re- you've been reaping now all your hard work, you know, uh, it's that you're being recognized for it. It's really cool. Um, now I'm going to, I did reach out to Atita as well, Um and uh, so it's not. This is not going to be like an episode of "This Is Your Life," but it's just kind of <laughs> nice to sort of throw in a few different. You know, the skateboarding community is really special, and you kind of just you spoke on that. You know, in that first contest, and just this unity that you found your own people, and um, it's something you can't describe to other people unless they're in it. And uh, you know, and you 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 impact us all. Um, but uh, Atita said, in my opinion, I see Lizzie as a strong. Head over her shoulders. She has a healthy perspective on things. I don't think she's phased so much of others' opinions. She's focused and knows what she wants. She's a queen, a go-getter. Oh. So uh, now let's India. Well, and travel. Okay, so we're we're all over the place. So um, you, I'm actually I'm going to step back and say your mentors. You mentioned Jeff. You meant you know, and obviously uh, Tony. I know has been instrumental. Who also have been those mentors? Um, that have sort of paved the way for you that are close to you and that maybe that you don't know? I mean, as a start, my mom has always been, like, she's been there for me since I was a baby. And she, I look up to her a lot. She is also in, like, a male-dominated industry. She's an engineer, and she works at a broad, like, a studio. Mm-hmm. And she'll, like, build out... Um, <laughs> she'll like set up the all the wires that are in studios and like she reads blueprints and like has to like design stuff and there's a lot of work that goes into that and also like being a woman in that field like for when she was like started like she couldn't mess up because it's like oh she's a woman like she can't do it that good and I think she's kind of given me a little bit of like that attitude of like knowing yourself and like understanding the playing field and being able to 
make make your way no matter what boundaries or barriers sorry barriers that are in your way yeah no totally my mom did the same my mom kind of said she kind of gave this gave us that she was an olympic diver and a gymnast um for belgium um but she was like why be a doctor why be a nurse when you could be a doctor like you know kind of that sort of mentality of like she's a natural leader yeah like why let there are and i that's those those are the characters i see in you as well and that's what i was raised with you know of like it's not it's not my sex it's not it's just you know but then i know also being on tours with all the guys i know that i would never ever ever ask to go to the bathroom because i didn't want to be like the whole van could have to go to the bathroom but i wasn't going to ask because the girl has to pee you know like i wasn't going to be the girl you know quote unquote so i wouldn't and i carrying around all my equipment and like you know throwing my back out lugging around 50 pounds of skate of of, uh, photography equipment you know but just holding my own you know wanting to hold my own and um i don't know i just it's it's kind of cool um I don't like the back part of it, but it's it's all good. Yeah, it's it's cool to have the respect, like get the respect from like your other skaters, especially because like skateboarders, they're so critical, and like they're not afraid to eat like eat their own. Like they'll fully like throw their friend under their bus if they're like if they deserve it. Mm-hmm. If they're not gonna act right, like they'll they'll say something, and I think that's important. Like everyone should say something if something's wrong or like you should want your friends to be the best version of themselves and in a lot of times it's in a tough love type of way but when you see through that part it's like they care Mm -hmm. and that's like one of the most valuable things you could ever get yeah no totally friends real friends and accountability you know um I'm going to throw another quote at you. Um, I talked to Narako, obviously, another mutual good friend of ours. Um, he kind of, he, he pretty much said it, uh, well, he said it's nearly 2020 and everything in every walk of life has been done before. So for Lizzie Armana to be able to continue to find ways to break new ground and find first with the loop, cover of Transworld, Olympic, it's nothing short of inspirational for skaters of any gender. Well said. Uh, yeah, no, it was really, it really that was kind of cool. All right, and uh, okay, now we're gonna switch back to your tricks. So, first trick you landed that was like, ha, rad, you know, or, or wow, I'm backside Smith, backside Ollie, and Ollie. What was that first sort of like the big trick for you, like skating, or or the few maybe that have been like kind of stuck really in your head? I think when I was like first kind of getting around, I like or. Like, after dropping in and all. When I learned, like, front smith grinds, I was like, whoa, like, I think people that are good at skateboarding do that. And so I was, like, really surprised. Like, I didn't think it was within my ability ever just because, like, you don't – at that point, it's, like, it's hard to imagine, like, there wasn't so many female skateboarders. So, like, skateboarding is for, like, good people. And I was – probably like 15 or 16 at the time and I probably hadn't seen like a female do a smith grind and you do them proper yeah no I I mean you you do them rad I love the way you do your smiths I feel like in Santa Monica the 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 skateboard culture there is very much about like if you're gonna do something like 
you have to do it for real. And I don't know, I think that stuck with me. What are other tricks that are on that real, I mean, backside D's, I would think, maybe? Um, or, but you know, from you. I feel like when I did backside disasters, like, I learned them, and, like, there wasn't really that many girls doing them. And that's a proper like, trick. Like, like that's now, like, every girl's doing a backside disaster. And, like, some girls are starting to, like, ollie, like, into them, where they're, like, fully, like, just covering and... I don't know, there's no hesitation or anything. It's so rad to watch. And I think a trick for me that was like, wow, I'm good. Or like, wow, not wow, I'm good. No, 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 I I know what you mean. Um, But I was impressed with myself was probably learning like inverts. That was my next question, yeah. And then like since then, um, I think like nose grinds are pretty cool. They're still in progress, though, and, like, also learning, like, kickflip indies. I always I always thought of them as, like, such a, a jock trick that I was like, oh, I don't like those. But then I was like, I want to be able to do them, though. Like, even though I don't – maybe it's like I didn't like the way that people did them, but then there there is a handful of people that do them. I'm like, that's cool. But it really just depends on the attitude behind – the way you do it. Because there is some people who, like, they do them, and it's just like a, mm, yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. Like, jog, it's like the, It's like, well, it reminds me of an early grab. I mean, not, but. In the, yeah, in, in, in a different category. Yeah, but yeah, not, no, no, the trick is gnarly, but I mean, but yeah. I mean, Ruin Glyphberg, I mean, I think of his, but he did, I, well, just Ruin Glyphberg and flip tricks on the coping is crazy, I think. His skateboarding is so beautiful. It's like, so beautiful. Watching him skate is awesome. Yeah. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Now, who are the skaters that you, like, who sort of are those ones, you know, like you have a bag of tricks and we all kind of have this thought process, but who are the ones that are like have made the most impact uh, watching them skate for you? I, I really started pushing myself when I started skating combi. And so the scene of people that would go there and every year of protect pool party, I feel like those were the people that I was like really inspired by. And like, that's why I like pool skating so much. And um, the combi is, is also like, it's such a thing of its own. Like you can't really compare that to any other pool. Mm-mm. There's nothing like it. And I, I really appreciate that being, like, my home ground. And I think it's given me, like, a good – it's it's taught me so much etiquette just being in that zone and, like, skating with, like, the people that went there. Like, like all the legends would go skate there and then, like, all the bull – the people that are, like, <laughs> like, transition skateboarders that wanted to skate that event – and it was really like a mix mash of people. Yeah. Well, no, because that's that's no joke. You can't just show up and skate the combi. I mean, you've got. I mean, not the combi contest or any. I mean, you can't just come show up and skate it. You gotta like. You gotta know the bowl. And you gotta that. keep going. Yeah. You gotta know the bowl, and you gotta. It can't rem- like. I don't know. I think it's beyond my talent level. I've never allowed myself. Oh, that's all right. Sorry. <laughs> um. You know, but I think that. Um, I know from everybody that skates it, I know that it's always, 
you've got to go and skate for like a month beforehand, before you skate the contest there at least, just to get the, the feeling and the rhythm again. And like you're saying, and not just the rhythm of the bowl and the transitions, but but people dropping in and, and the session is a little different than another session of another skate, it of is. another park. I remember in, like, it was probably 2009, I was at Combi and I was right before the, the, the contest and... I was like in the perfect spot. I was like in the corner, like mm-hmm. the most ideal spot. The the on the deck is absolutely on the left packed. side or the right side. I was on the side closest to the round. Okay. And I was standing there, and ev- it's a snake session, so everyone just like goes so fast, and like I still was like learning, and I was like just in the corner for probably ever. Like I was probably standing there for at least twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden, like Dave Duncan just like swoops his arm around me and like kind of pushes me back and then puts his board in the corner and then drops in and then after he gets out and he's like oh yeah sorry um i'm dave uh what's your name and i was like that's how i met dave duncan uh-huh. he like pushed <laughs> me out the bowl corner <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, like it wasn't out of like him being mean it was just kind of like welcome i was, I was standing bit, there yeah. for a long time like i should have went before that but it's hard. It's an intimidating bowl, period, and then intimidating with a lot of people. I mean, if it's it's a different session, if it's a smaller bowl, or if it's in you know versus. I don't know this. I, the, I it was the it, biggest bowl contest at the time. Yeah. Oh. And, like all these guys are like, you know, just skating as much as they can so that they can be ready for the contest. And I was, I skated that year. But obviously, I'm skating the women's event. It's totally different. And, like, I'm still learning. Like, I'm still, like, in my head, I'm, like, I'm a beginner compared to these guys. And so I always felt like, you know, if you have something and, like, you're working on something, you go. And, yes, I'm working on something. But I'm not at the, like, ability level to say, like, you guys wait, I'm going. And it's not, it's, like, a weird respect thing that is not explained or like really talked about you just have to like get it totally do you think like that's one of the things one, one of the rad things think about skateboarding is that respect do you think this the the youth now gets that it's so funny i i go to contests now and i see weird stuff happening and like i've seen times where there's like a girl with her with her board on the coping during someone's run and i'm like oh no one told her and then I like will ask like some people that like look like they might be friends with her or like someone around like saying like has anyone said anything to her and then they're like no I I don't want to be that person like I don't want to be mean she's like a little girl and I was like she looks stupid yeah and you guys don't want to be mean like letting her look stupid is that not mean yeah well she's got to learn exactly and like you know if you if you've been skating contest or if you if it's your home park there's like there's like rules and etiquette and like if anyone steps into your home like you you tell them what the rules are or guys or people will just take them out yeah it's dangerous too yeah, like i, I mean, don't it's it's just like shocking to me when people like do that cuz like back when i learned how to skate it's like that would never happen and i i haven't even been skating that long compared to like a lot of the guys that are like pro now, but you get it, yeah. You, you, you. I mean, that's like, 
That's one of the things I sadly see amiss a lot lately. And not, um, not across the board, but it's something like, because skateboarding for me has always been integrity. It's been respect. It's been your word. Um, and there's, there are those rules, those rules we learn, you know, um, in, in skateboarding, um, you know, and being a part of, and, you know, like we built a lot, I built a lot of ramps, you know, I helped build, I helped sweep a lot. I helped put flat bottom screws in, not, I didn't have enough, mach- enough weight to do the, the, uh, transitions because, uh, you know, you need to have a little bit more weight. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, you pull your weight where yeah, you can yeah. and that's important because it's saying like, Hey, I want to be like I'm a part of this too, and I put in like my time and energy, like yeah. I don't show up to skate and not put in the time. Yeah, you know, uh, but no. But and now you are a mentor to many. I know a lot of people look up to you, and you and you were mentioning the backside disasters, like a lot of girls doing them now. And you got, I mean, I got to think that's because you sh- sh- you kind of sh- paved the way. Yeah, I guess like for this generation, yeah, I guess so. It's so weird to say though. Like I don't because you're you're only twenty five. You're going to be twenty six on Saturday. I am. <laughs> it's so weird. I like can't keep track of my age anymore, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like I, I might as well. Like I'm I'm turning twenty six. I must be like I'm almost thirty. No, so no. I must be like forty. I'm about to hit fifty. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. So, I don't know. It's so funny. I'm like not good with numbers. Like. The trash guy is the only reason why I, I really know what day it is. <laughs> well, so uh, is it safe to say you don't have any plans for Saturday? No, I don't. Okay. But they'll they'll come together. I've kind of been, like, avoiding making plans. Okay. But, I don't know. Axel's out of town, and so that's why I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> but it'll, he'll be home in, like, two more days, and, like, he's off, like, in New Zealand, like, with all his best friends, like, skating and having a good time. The Volcom guys? Yeah, and I think there's some, like, Vans riders, too, or maybe they're all on Volcom. Sounds bad, but I don't know. No, no, that's cool, though. Now, and let's say, you you two have something very special as well, you know. um, I mean, you know, and it appears to have, obviously, you guys both are phenomenal professional skateboarders, but there seems to be a real closeness, like a real best friend, and a real, real specialness that you that you share. Um, I we don't have to go into any relationship <laughs> stuff, you know. But I just think it's rad because I think it shows um, to others that that's possible, potentially. Yeah, Axel's really cool. He he gets it, and I think it's really it's different because like. You know, like we're, he he's obviously in street, and I'm in like transition skating, and so like we have a different schedule. But there's like times where like you, we'll go to the same events, and like when he goes on a trip, like he's not worried that like I'm not gonna get it. Like I go and do the same thing, mm-hmm. and I think for a lot of skateboarders, like if they get like if they get a girlfriend or boyfriend, and they like want to spend all their time at the skate park. If you don't skate, you don't get it. Like, it's really hard to understand, I think, at first. Because, like, skate the skateboarding community, it, you get so much out of it. And, like, it just it's fun to be around. And I think if if you're outside of that, you just think it's like going to the, to, like, the tennis court and playing tennis for hours. But it's, I, it's so much different. Way different. And you can use it 
like in the ways that you want. Whereas I don't think other like activities really allow like um, as much like creative expression and like genuine. It's hard to find like genuine friends and like those kinds of things too. And other stuff like like. If you want to be on a team sport, you have to like pay to be a part of a team. Whereas in skateboarding, you just you pick up a skateboard and you go to any skateboard park, and you just I don't know. Like you don't have to get a you don't have to get a teacher to like teach you how to skateboard. You just start trying, and then if you see someone else doing something, you're like, hey, how do you do that? And ninety nine percent of the time, the person's stoked to tell you how to do something. Like every so often, you'll find the one person who's like. I, I can't teach you or like they're not interested in that but you just go find someone else it's like you just it's like making friends yeah well no and it's, it's the, the only place where you go like you can go to a skate park and like not know anybody and somebody's trying a trick and everybody's whacking their boards because they landed it finally you mm -hmm. know and or you don't care for this person but you don't care because they're stoked they landed the trick they've been trying it's like this really cool um and before, we could tell who skated by, by how their shoes looked. Now it's not the same way, not for 20 years. But before, we could tell who skated by their shoes, you know. You still can. And, like, yeah, the way yeah. they, like, hold themselves, you yeah. can tell if they, like, skate sometimes. Yeah. No, you're right. You are right. Uh, now, and one, one question, though, about the relationships. Yeah, I, I'll share ours. My first date with Aaron, my husband, we skated uh, an indoor ramp, uh, Char uh, Chad Shetler's indoor ramp. It was, like, full animal chin. There was, like freaking pole in the middle with padding around it and during a snowstorm. That was our first date. What was your guys' first date? Did did you guys even call it a first date, though? Yeah. Like, at the time... I know, no. At the time, it's like, hey, let's go skate, and you're like, yeah. yeah no, we <laughs> like didn't it's either. Not a you're first right. date. <laughs> it wasn't a first date. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think... It skateboarders are, like, they're, they can't... Most of them, I think, like, like you hold your, like... You, you hold your cards. You don't ever, like... I don't think most skateboarders, like, put it out there, like... Hey, let's go on a date yeah, no, at the ramp. You're right. Like, you're so right. Because the second you say that, it's like heavy. They've just alienated themselves oh. and like. Oh, you're that guy. Like, yeah, he said he wanted to go on a date. Yeah. Oh my god. Everyone's yeah. talking about it. Uh, yeah, but for I don't know. Like Axel and I, we went to we met at Copenhagen Open, and it's funny. Uh, I was I was with the team manager of Monster and. Like, Monster's a part of, like, a sponsor of the Copenhagen Open, and so they're very involved in the contest. And um, I remember he introduced me to Axel, and, like, right before, there's, like, like, like he took a photo of, like, it was, it was myself, Chris Russell, Axel, and Kevin Bradley. And the three of them are, like, shotgunning beers, and then I'm just, like, standing there. And then in the photo, I'm, like, looking at Axel. Oh. <laughs> and that's, that's like, right when I met him. That's cool. That's and, pretty cool. And then we just, like, at that contest, we, like, hung out together for that, like, three, four days. And then, I don't know, like, we, like, talked after that. And it was funny. He's like, yeah, you should come to Belgium. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know you. I just met you. But it was, like, really fun hanging out with him, and he seemed really sweet. And so I, I asked my friend, like, a mutual friend of ours, I was like, is Axel full of shit? 
like or is he or is he like is he really cool or like sweet and then my friend was like no no axel's like he's a really good dude and so like the week after the copenhagen open like i went and i did the vans park series in sweden and then axel was on like a trip in england and then like midway through or halfway like at some point in the week after i was like i'm gonna go to belgium and i just went and like i don't know we pretty much were like together since then that's so cool that's a rad i just fully aaron invited me to thanksgiving with his mom i was like that's the same i'm like that's really heavy like i don't even know this guy that well like, <laughs> like his mom like no no thanks <laughs> yeah i didn't really think about it too no much. no but like, i mean your first initial yeah. like bells like whoa you know like um but the same is true we I, have been together we've been together since I don't think either of us expected like that to actually happen because you know you you say things like oh yeah it's a cool idea like this is nice and and sometimes you just blurt it out like it, you don't even really think it through and I think that was one of those things but then when I was like it's like yeah yeah we'll do that we'll just do that that's cool and I don't know like it was it was funny like I'm I like can't imagine what like his parents mu- like must have like thought because it's like. They're like, like all of a sudden he's like, I'm gonna bring this girl home, and then his parents are probably asking like, Oh yeah, so when you meet her, and he's like, A week ago. <laughs> like I, I still, I actually have to ask, just what their thoughts were. That's pretty rad though. It's cool. That's so cool. That's a. But it kind of goes to show like, when you meet somebody that like, that gets it or like has good character, and you just like, go with the flow of things like. There's really amazing, like, like trust your instincts sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think people have trouble doing that, like, including myself sometimes. But, you know, like, I get out there. Yeah. I'm not the person who's, like, the life of the party or, like, outspoken. Like, in general, I'm rather shy. But you know what? You've always, since I've seen you around probably, like, 10 years, eh, seven, eight years, six, seven, eight years, you always are um, respectful and friendly and polite. I mean, and that was before I even knew you, um, just in seeing how you interacted with other people. And uh, it's just, it's rad. You're, you're, you are an amazing woman, um, you know, Lizzie. And I'm stoked the last probably year I've gotten to kind of to know you a little bit better. Um, you know, and I've got some gardening stuff for you. Oh, and I have some other goodies for you too that I'll have to give you. Um, but uh, and I want to. We've run out of time, sadly. Um, but I do. Um, I do want to say that you have some news you're going to be releasing um, in soon. You've got some exciting news that you will be sharing, um, and that people should just follow you on Instagram if they're not already. Is yeah. that is that probably the best way? I mean, you can you can say whatever. Like I'm. So with the Olympics coming up, I'm going to be representing Finland and. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Like the whole Olympics thing and skateboarding. It's kind of, it's definitely not popular in skateboarding right now, but it's a, it, yeah. It's, it's a, important though. I think um, with it coming, I think it should be like skateboarders, like kind of leading the way and saying like, this is skateboarding and this is how we do it. Your integrity and your respect and your honor to keep this special thing as it is too. Like yeah, what, and keep skateboarding, saying. skateboarding, yeah, and not let it get turned into something else. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. Like, there's 
don't know. I think some snow, like back when snowboarding um, was first put into the Olympics, there was like main like like pr- like the top guys were like, no, nah, this isn't this isn't happening, or like they like weren't a part of it because they didn't they didn't they weren't gonna embrace it, and that hasn't stopped it. So I think it's important that skateboarders like you know take care of their own. No, not ke- and keep and realize, you know, um, that they have this responsibility to keep it, to keep it skateboarding, you know, to keep it what it is. I mean, on a grander scale, obviously, but also to keep that integrity within it as it grows, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely, and we, we, we were not going to talk about it, but I did, you know, it's exciting news, I think, um, and, uh, but you guys, a lot of good stuff. Go buy Lucy, Lizzie's board if you haven't already, right? Yeah. Buy my like, board. There's, <laughs> there's this really cool one that just came out. It's a, a birdhouse collab with Mark Mothersbach of, of Devo. He's it looks Devo. amazing, yeah. And all his, like, his pieces, like, each person on the team has a different piece, and there's some really cool ones. I would definitely, like, suggest you get them while they're, they're still out there. Well, and what's your, what's your shape? I read an eight two five. Okay, that's what I thought. And wheelbase fourteen, thirteen and seven eighths. I don't know. I yeah, don't. Okay. I purposefully don't know that stuff because, like, if I find like something that I'm like, oh my god, this is like the perfect tail with the perfect wheelbase and all that, I'll know the voodoo. And then if you can't skate with it, if I can't get that exact <laughs> board, I don't want to be like crippled with like, I can't do this. I can't skate. It's not the right stuff. Like. I just want my skateboard to like be my skateboard, and I want to do what I want to do on it, right. and make it work. And indies, indies, black indies, one forty nines. Mm-hmm. And then I stickered them up, and I also have. Oh, I'm riding my signature bones wheels. Yeah, I was gonna say your blue bones. China those ones. are sick. And bones bearings for the Swiss. They're the best. Yeah, I just got ceramics, and I'm really hyped on them. I, like, want them to, like, break in good. I'm still, like, in the process. Right on. Do you have to send them back still? Because before they would have Aaron send them back, the ceramics, afterwards. I think so. So, like, if you, like, use them for, like, years and years and they're kind of, like, not feeling so good, you can, like, send them in and they'll, like, do something. Or send you a new pair or clean them out. I I don't know what the exact words are on the That's cool, though. And uh, Van Signature... Uh, yeah, shoes. Col- shoes. I'm getting my own colorway, and also there's like some collections coming out. So there's I like worked on the graphics and like the the types of clothes. Like you know, like I was like I want these pants this color. And yeah, no, the clothing and there's backpacks and there's accessories as well, right? I mean, there's uh, yeah. there's a whole line of Lizzie's signatures signature products. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool stuff coming out. And that's been, like, a really fun process, too, like, seeing the production and, like, the an idea grow into a thing. Yeah, no, and to be a part and of it. And get to share it with everybody. It's amazing. Congratulations. Um, and continued congratulations um, on your career. And, and thanks for being who you are, Lizzie. Thanks for just being you and no gimmicks and just... You're 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 rad. You're a super rad, woman, human. 
Thanks, Desiree. <laughs> I'm happy to be here with you and be your friend. Yeah, I'm grateful. All right, you guys. Well, um, any last shout-outs, Lizzie? Uh, hi, Mom. See you at lunch. Oh, nice. And, uh, and you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Stay tuned. I will be in Atlanta next week. Uh, so stay tuned to The Desiree Show on Instagram, uh, stories, and my pres- personal account. And thanks, you guys, for tuning in. To Lizzie for coming in studio. Austin for running the boards. And have a dynamite week. And I'm out.